Hello, everyone. We are back again on Hour of Healing. Today, we are bringing to you a topic um, by the theme, Obtaining Relationships for Success. Obtaining Relationships for Success. Again, this is Hour of Healing. My name is Candace. I am here with Dr. Joe to discuss this great topic. I can't wait, and I know you cannot wait either. Um, so we will not waste time. We'll just jump right in. We are talking about relationships, and I know you know that is the 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 hot topic for everyone. When you talk about relationship, many people have a lot to say. Many people have a lot to contribute or questions to ask. So we are here by the guidance of the Holy Spirit. We are praying we will answer all your questions. But we are not promising. So let's get right in. Dr. Joe, I will give it to you as you give us the intro of today's topic. Yeah, thank you so much, Sister Candice, for hosting us again today and for the wonderful introduction. Uh, we have been talking about relating to ourselves. And the two of the main things that we have been discussing under this topic, or we started talking about, is knowing ourselves mainly from the perspective of how we handle failure and how we handle success. I believe we had ended our conversation last week on handling failure. Um, and so we will pick up from the three dimensions and then be able to take it from there. So um, when failure comes, and dear listener, trust me, it will come. I want you to notice that it's important that you take time to acknowledge the failure, to accept the failure, and to process the failure. These okay. three things are very important, and um, we will dive into them after we go back to Sister Candace for her input. Yes, and speaking of um, processing, uh, one thing just jumped up to me. Um, how do you even accept when somebody says something good about you, you know, you hear all these naysayers and all this negativity and God raises one person. And what Dr. Joe said is, is very deep. And I hope you can catch it because you can have 10 haters or 10 people in your life pulling you down, but get that one person that will be there to encourage you. I'm telling you, you can go so far. It does not matter about the number of people that are trying to pull you down. And in, in, in the light of handling failures, you know, another character in the Bible jumped up to me, Moses. And, you know, Moses went through a lot of uh, trials, I should say, uh, trying to get the people of God from Egypt. You know, he kept going to the king. He kept going to, I would say, the president of the you know, of the state or the country at that time, um, Pharaoh, and he kept denying him. You know, he kept using his authority to try to overshadow what God has sent, sent him to do. And he never gave up. Mm -hmm. But let's take a look at Moses uh, as he journeyed. Finally, he was able to get the people out, um, out of um, Pharaoh's hands, you know, to take them to the better land that God has promised them. But let's take a look at his journey. When he got to a point where he couldn't handle the people's um, saying negativity about his calling and about his God and about what he's doing and, you know, the complaints and the, the nagging of the people and all. When he was not able to handle that, it transferred into his emotions. And sooner or later, he that was being sent to, to take the people to a better place, he did not get there. Yep. He couldn't make it because yeah. he, was, 
He didn't. And that is like short change, you know, God, <laughs> God short changed him, but it was his fault because he couldn't handle the failures. He couldn't handle the backlash, but he should, if he could have kept eye on the God that is encouraging him, he could have made it. He could have, if he could have just kept an eye on Aaron and a few people that were close to him, that, that was in support of his ministry. He could have made it. And so it's all, and I think it's all about how we process the positives. You know, Dr. Joe mentioned something about toxicity and reflecting it back to yourself. What environment you are creating for yourself. People don't like you, but the question is, do you like yourself? Mm. Have you grown to love yourself? Can you tell somebody in your face, I love myself. And it's not about being uh, prideful or anything. You have to get to that place in order to transfer that into your environment. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, again, this, uh, 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 there's um, this saying that if you don't like you, why should somebody like you? Right. If you don't love yourself, why should somebody love you? You know, uh, I, I am so uh, thankful that you brought up um, the part about Moses because I, I, I think it really ties in very well to the way we handle failure um, uh, more so. You know, uh, because whenever failure comes, and I've already said that I will come because, I mean, we've... It's if, inevitable. If you want to do anything great in life, Dear listener, please yeah. listen to me. You will fail at some point. You know, right. uh, the people who are afraid to fail and so don't try to do anything are the people who don't accomplish great things in life. Yeah. And so if you're going to do anything great in this life, you will fail at some point. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. Like we're saying, failure is part of what we have to go through. It's part of our personal growth as well as part yes. of our professional growth. Yes. And the way you handle uh, your failures reflects or is so important on how you are able to handle other people's failures. I can't state yes. this enough. So I'll dive right in because um, I, we have a lot to cover between this and then the the um, uh, part of handling success. We haven't even touched strategic relationships yet. Uh, but, you know, you, you handle failure the first way. And I think in psychology, this is what is uh, talked about a lot. The first way you handle failure is uh, to acknowledge it. And excuse me or forgive me if you hear papers rattling. This is um, a topic that I discuss in um, the project that uh, Sister Candice, I told you we're working on. Yeah. Uh, we're hoping to be able to finish that book, uh, Young Minds, in, um, uh, uh, in okay. the summer around August time. So I have talked about this in there. So I'm taking some of these uh, from the, the, the leaflets. So forgive me if you see papers flying on my desk and things <laughs> like that. But the, the first thing you do is to acknowledge that the failure has happened. We live in a time, Sister Candice, where people talk about alternative facts. And um, I, I'm sorry, and uh, this is not to be political or anything, but I think that is from a, the devil. That's, uh, that, that is demonic. When you cannot face truth, yeah. but say that, okay, I know what I have is not truth, 
But rather than say what I have is false, I call it alternative fact. That is demonic. So the first thing you need to do or to be able to do is to acknowledge that that failure has happened. It's uncomfortable. It's heartbreaking. It's painful. But until you conquer this step, everything else we will talk about today is useless. Yeah. Alternative fact is no fact. You know, one of the most dangerous things in life, Sister Candace, is not lies, but half-truths. Mm-hmm. Half-truths are so deadly. As a matter of fact, when uh, Satan uh, came to test or tempt Jesus, he used or employed this strategy right, to try to get him to forfeit his purpose on earth. And that's and the most what, dangerous. Yes. What he used was, um, if you are mm-hmm. the son of God, then jump from this high mountain to the ground because it has written that he will give his angels charge over you that you will not dash your feet mm-hmm. against the stone. Half truth. Yes, it is written. But what was the response? Yes, it's also written that do not test the Lord your Your God. God. In the same way, in the Garden of Eden, when Satan went to Adam and Eve, what did he say? Has the Lord told you not to eat of any of these trees? And when Eve said that, no, he has told us we can eat of all the trees but except one. And the day we eat it, we will die. What does Satan say? You will not surely die. Mm -hmm. Nowhere in scripture did that phrase, surely die, ever come in. (laughs) Except when Satan employed this strategy of Mm half-truth. I didn't make any note on this, but yes, uh, uh, Sister this is really something that I'm being pressed to talk about. That the Mm -hmm. idea of alternative fact or half-truths is deadly you employ it in your marriage in your politics in your family life in your professional life and you are really setting yourself up for a very rude awakening because if you believe the idea or the theory of half truth or alternative fact then you are basically saying that you will choose what to be true to you and so even if the results of anything is black and white. You can still say it's not because you have already bought into that idea. So acknowledge it. It's painful, but it's only by acknowledging the failure has happened that you will be able to recognize how you feel about Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is very important because, uh, Sister Candace, everything we do in life my dear listener, comes with emotions. We are emotional beings. God made us with emotions. And if we are going to be able to um, realize emotions and handle them, then we need to be able to acknowledge what brings those emotions in the first place. Yes, yes. So it's very important that Mm -hmm. we, one, acknowledge that the failure has happened, because mm-hmm. that helps us acknowledge the emotions yes. that comes with it. Yes. Now, if you are able to acknowledge these two things, mm-hmm. 
Then, Sister Candice, it becomes easy to embrace the emotions. Yeah. You, it becomes easy for you to constructively process that emotion. And when I use the word constructively process the emotion, it's because, um, like in the example of Moses, when he wasn't able to uh, process the emotions with all the nagging that came, he became disobedient to the person that he was being um, sent by. Mm -hmm. He became disobedient to God. And that is what led to him being what people say he's shortchanged, like <laughs> you said. So acknowledge it, realize the emotions that comes with it, and then be able to process the emotions in the sense that know that the failure has happened in your attempt to obtain a goal. The failure didn't happen because you are a failure. And I think this is what trips a lot of people up. Yeah. That so many people, when failure happens in their attempt to achieve something, they forget about the fact that it was an attempt to achieve something that brought the failure. They start internalizing the failure and start calling themselves a failure. But you are not a failure because you have failed. You failed because you attempted something. Mm -hmm. And those are two very distinct um, things that we need to be able to realize. And then I think one of the things that also, Sister Candice, actually leads to us thinking of ourselves as failures is because we have a need for approval mentality we always want people to approve us and think of us as this great person or this big person mm -hmm. and so when failure happens we find it very difficult to distance ourselves from the failure because if the approval came we would have internalize it as we did this yeah so, so i don't know if that is clear but um it's so interesting when i realized it because if you have a need for approval mm. then it becomes difficult for you to accept failure for you to uh, be able to um know that failure has occurred it came with emotions and now it's time for me to process the emotions yeah. and in all honesty sometimes to process the emotions the right way you will need a counselor of some form i know uh, you will need a counselor or a relationship yes <laughs> and you know i i know i talked about uh this at length in season one but i i think counselors are invaluable and when i talk about counselors i'm not um talking about people you go pay money to um but your friends can be counselors to you. Yeah. Your parents can be counselors to you. Your spouse can be counselors to you. It's all about the type of relationship that you um, establish or form with them and the type of connection or association. Uh, and, and so um, I, I, I believe that by now our listeners are beginning to understand why relationships are so key to good success in life. Because these things are very interwoven and intertwined. That yeah. if you miss one, you may yeah. get success, but it might not be a good success. You yeah. know, and uh, I want to maybe give one or two more things. 
uh, uh, ways of handling um, uh, failure, and then we can move on to handling success. And um, the other form or the other way of uh, handling um, failure is uh, I, I want our listeners to be able to accept responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, we live in a day and age that accepting responsibility is very difficult to come by. Mm-hmm. But in order for us to be trusted, it's a saying that I, I always say to myself, Sister Candice, um, this uh, saying is something that I believe God taught me. And that is, in order for us to be entrusted with greater things in life, we must take responsibility for the little things that we have failed to be responsible for. And I, 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 when I say this um, uh, humbly and, and with a heavy heart, because so many times we neglect so many small steps that we need to take, the person that we need to walk to and let them know that they are seen, the acknowledgement of people's input in our lives and what people has given for us to be able to get to where we are. Mm. When we miss those small things, we are in a way being obstacles to ourselves in being able to be entrusted with greater things. Mm. And I I think that is plaguing a lot of young people in our days Mm. today. I I talk about that also um, in uh, the project uh, that I was talking to you about. Um, being able to accept responsibility. Um, And we will uh, talk about a bit more of those in the coming weeks when we talk about maintaining uh, relationships. Um, And the last thing that I I, I think I will say, I have quite a a few here. So I'm basically just kind of glancing through the uh, paper to see a few of them that uh, maybe I, I need to bring about. And I, I think that the last one that I will really talk about is um, uh, obtaining support. Obtaining mm. support. I, I think that is very, very important because sometimes it's very difficult um, for us to be able to forgive ourselves. Uh, mm-hmm. And the only way we are able to get to the place of forgiving ourselves is having the right support around us who make us know or help us to remember that we are loved, we are accepted, we are valued. Once those support system is in place, it's easy for us to be able to accept that we failed, forgive mm-hmm. ourselves if it was something that we deliberately did, and yeah. be able to build or yeah. move on from there. So these are some of the few ways that I think are, are very important and crucial when we talk about handling failures. You know, Dr. Joe, it seems like all three of them kind of relate to each other or are connected to each other. And because it's like, uh, if you can't acknowledge the failure, then what are you really addressing to overcome? Literally. It's like you live life in denial of what has happened or what is before you. And so what we try to do is over jump or jump over the problem, the obstacle, the failure that has you know, come before us and it's impossible. And one thing I've realized too, is that when you are not able to handle failure correctly or uh, in the right way, you, you are more susceptible to a lot of failures after, Mm -hmm. because it's like, you're trying to jump and then you fall. 
you know, because you are trying to jump over something that you should handle first and get it out of the way. But then you try to jump over it and trying to trying to jump over it, you end up either falling or getting hanged on a tree. That's just it. <laughs> and that's another struggle to try to get yourself back on the feet. Getting back on the feet, you didn't handle the fall properly. And so getting back on your feet, you are limping. So fail if you're not able to handle failure, it will just keep leading you into more. Because like Dr. Joe said, it's part of life. And I feel like it's God's beautiful way of trying to help us to, to succeed. You know, because if you can handle it so well, it moves you into the next step because he knows what is ahead. And if you can handle this now, he, he, he knows or he's preparing you to accept what is coming or to be able to handle what is coming. You know, and I just want to touch something on accepting responsibility. And that is, I would say, our number one problem. To accept that I have a part to play in this failure. And it goes back into not being able to learn about ourselves and know self, uh, to be able to have a relationship, a loving relationship with ourselves. And certain people, they end up, you know, pointing fingers at other people. This person did this, this person. But it doesn't matter if it's somebody's fault. It, it does, it's more powerful when you can find the role that you played in the failure or the role that you played in whatever that has happened, it, 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 it builds you up in a more powerful way than when you're constantly pushing things onto others. This person did, said this. That's why I did this. This person um, um, didn't do this. That's why this. If we can accept responsibility and not run from it, it will bring uh, a self-awareness to who we are and who we should even associate with. You know, the relationships we should build. This um, person's character, I can't deal with. So I know to stay away from this person because I accepted the, resp the responsibility of a past relationship I had and my role that I played in uh, the same similar character. And so I know what to stay away from and what not to stay away from. You know, so this is so crucial, guys, to... To, in in self relationship is so it's so important to handle failures and how we acknowledge how we accept responsibility and how we obtain support from society from family and things like that there's a there's a saying that um a, a problem shared is half solved so if you it, at least find somebody i think we've talked about this in season 1 to at least have somebody that you can trust in your life, uh, uh, somebody, a mom, it could be a friend, it could be your boss, it could be anybody, but you have to, in this life, have somebody that you can run to, even to, to be able to tell them things that can send you to jail. Yeah, You have to be able to have that one person that you can tell them the most darkest secret things of your life. Well, it, it will not be a secret again. Like, it's not a secret one. <laughs> We said that in season one, once you let it out, it's not a secret anymore, but we still call it a secret, but it's okay. But we have to obtain that support so we can grow and love ourselves. I don't know if this is a good time, Dr. Joe, for you to... um. Yeah, you know, as a second, this is actually um, uh, interesting you say that because I think that that topic was um, the value of counselors um, in season one, I think. Um, but um, it's so uh, important. Um, we are talking about hour of healing. And 
friends, healing is always attainable. But there are so many steps that go into the work of healing that unless some of these layers are, are peeled off, you cannot get to that level of healing that you want. And mm. so I think it's so crucial and so important that we are able to continue to work through uh, some of these things. And to what Sister Candace was saying, you know, friends, let's be honest with ourselves. If everybody around you hates you, then you probably it's you and not them. You know, we, we, we don't want to hear this. People don't want to hear this, but it's, it's so crucial and so true because it's very difficult as a person who is putting their life in the right way to not have anyone to be in support of them. Remember mm -hmm. what we talked about uh, last week uh, when we talked about obtaining help, that those who climb the ladder of success will always have someone to push them. And so uh, if everybody around you is turning against you or is moving away from you, then maybe you're not climbing the right ladder in life. Mm -hmm. And as such, you don't have the right people to push you forward. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I want us to uh, end this section here and then we will pick up uh, handling success uh with the next recording because it's almost an hour long already believe it or not and then we will talk about strategic relationships as well but the truth is sister candace you talked about people jumping over the wall and when you said that uh what came into my mind was not every wall in life has to be jumped over no. the wall of jericho had to be broken down but it wasn't to be broken down with for, um, manual strength. Every obstacle you meet in life, every failure that you encounter in life has a solution, but the solution is not always the same. The way you get a solution to uh, your, uh, your tenth failure is not the same way you get a solution to your 100th failure. If you are employing the same strategy, my dear listener, through different failures to try to get the same solution, then maybe you are not learning what you ought to learn yes. from the failures that you have already encountered. Uh, God bless you so much. Uh, thank you. I'll turn it over to uh, our Sister Candice as um, a wrap-up conversation today for us. Yes, yes, yes. And Dr. Joe, before we close it off, I was just thinking to myself, we want to be lazy ways of handling failure is that I think one of them is that we want we, we are more comfortable with wherever we are you know mm. we, we don't want to push through we don't want to push ourselves in any way possible and so it all comes down to being able to see yourself in the value that you are because that will make you think to yourself that you deserve this you 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 you, you are worthy of this I'm worthy to be a millionaire. I'm worthy to be. It's not for some people. It's for me too. So that will motivate <laughs> us to push ourselves. You know, and one thing that I've learned um, before we get off, uh, the, one of the fundamental aspects of healing is, is um, accepting responsibility. When you go to these addictive programs or um, alcoholic, um, addictive to al alcohol programs, I think it's AAs, 
Yeah, uh, addiction treatment program. Yes, programs. The first thing they ask you is for you to say, I am an alcoholic. I am a drug addict. I am this, or I committed this crime, or I did. Mm. You have to accept it. And then they know that they can work with you. If you don't get to that place, healing becomes very difficult. So this is our feeling. Let's help ourselves to heal ourselves and be honest to ourselves so that we can mature in, in our relationships. Dr. Joso, if you want to um, close us off. Yeah, thank you so much, uh, Sister Candice. Uh, thank you so much, dear listeners, for joining us on uh, this uh, all-important conversation on relationships, um, obtaining relationships for success. Um, dear listener, every level of success that you profess or hope to attain is actually achievable. But there are structures and there are principles that this cosmos governed by that you need to be able to master and one of them is what we are talking about today and that is relationships relationships are so key my dear listener we will be talking more about relationships in our next recording but as we said friends the truth of the matter is everything you do every relationship you form until you form the right relationship with yourself, you are putting yourself in a, uh, in a situation or in a position to be disappointed. So we look forward to talking about handling success in our next recording. But remember, this was mainly about how we relate with ourselves by handling failures the proper way. God bless you so much. We will see you same time next week. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.